Hey, Hoopheads. Once you finish listening to this episode, be sure to check out the rest of the Hoopheads Podcast Network for even more great basketball content. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, JJ Rare, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Kenneth Wilson. And welcome to 305 Culture, a show where you feel the heat. Yeah, yeah. Now let's get down to business and talk some Miami heat. Well, before we begin, we would like to welcome a recurring guest to our pod, Jack Simone. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thank you for having me back. Happy to talk heat. Happy to talk heat Celtics specifically, but you guys know that already, so I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you are pretty happy tonight. By the way, I mean... Every time we plan to have you on, it's been this is the second time now that the Celtics blow blow out the heat the night that we're planning <laughs> to bring you on. So I don't know. There might we might have to stop having you on. No, I'm kidding, of course. You're always <laughs> welcome here. But yes, the Miami Heat got blown out tonight by the Boston Celtics. And uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about it in a bit. But first, we would like to tell you that you can follow us on whatever you get your social media things at 305 culture pot follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and you can follow me on twitter at jj rivera nba that's at jj r-i-v is in victor e-r-a n-b-a jack could you tell the people where to find you yes sir at jack simone nba on twitter and at jack t simone uh, on instagram which kenneth i still do not use apologies <laughs> well that makes two of you motherfuckers i mean i don't understand but anyway that's neither here nor there and kenneth where can the people find you uh, yeah, man, they can find me on Twitter at K said K that's K underscore S A I D underscore Q U E on Twitter again, K said K and on Instagram, you can find me at I am K Cirrus, I A M K C I R R U S again, I am K Cirrus on Instagram. And of course, JJ, we have to ask you where the people can locate you on social media and see that beautiful model of a face that you have. Well, I already said where you can find me on Twitter, but you can find me on Instagram at jrivera98. That's at J-A-I-R-O-R-I. V.S. Victor once again, E-R-A-98. That's where yeah. you can find me on Instagram. I like to let the people know that, you know, we got a future Mr. America on the cast oh, here. So um, if you okay. go look at his Instagram, y'all going to know what I mean. Okay, okay, <laughs> sure. Anyway, let's talk about some heat basketball. Unfortunately, after couple of good news episodes that this one we're gonna bring a bit some of bad news we're gonna discuss two losses that came this week against the Raptors and the Celtics but let's discuss first the Celtics one that since it's fresh on our mind and that's why Jack is here so that he can rob it in rob it in but yes the Miami Heat fell to the Boston Celtics 122 to 92 that's the final scoreline yes I know it it sucked it's it's a, it sucked as a game. Like the Heat cut it down, they came really close in the second quarter, and then it was never close again. <laughs> Jack, since you are a guest and you are, you know, you root for the winning team, please tell us your takeaways from the game. Yeah, I mean, like you said, when when a game's ninety two to one twenty two, there aren't many in depth takeaways. I guess you can have did Celtics you have made their to shots say the score and score again. Did you? Have I to did. Say the you know. I did one twenty two to ninety two, just in case you missed it the second time oh, too. Just... <laughs> no, yeah, but... bro, there, there you have it, folks. Like, <laughs> if you haven't heard, that's that was the final scoreline. 
Yes. That's apparent, so it was good checking in with a Boston Celtics fan. JJ, what are we talking about next? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's – well, Jack, unless – I'm just kidding, man. Go ahead, Jack. Aside from, right, aside, from the, aside from the final score – Please, do you have anything else to say? <laughs> yes, yes, of course. K- Kenneth was saying it before we hit the record button. Uh, Celtics made their shots and the Heat didn't. Tyler Hero couldn't get hot, you know. Um, you you got to take it from from the Miami Heat perspective, at least. You got to take it with a grain of salt. You're missing Jimmy. You're missing PJ. You're missing Kyle. You're missing a lot of these core guys. And <clears throat> the Celtics have been playing really well lately. This They're now 4-1 and one in their last five games. You know, Marcus Smart's been playing unbelievable since he's come back from COVID. Their starting lineup is 13-6 and six on the year now. Um, and I mean, at the same time, the I, I looked it up before the game for my pregame show. Um, Miami's big three of Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo have only played 14 games together this season. So uh, it's just like you know, you always say with the Celtics when they're injured, you got to take all the losses with a grain of salt. Obviously, you don't want to get blown out by that much, and um, you know, it, it just they didn't make shots, and that's what it was. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, both got hot. Uh, a lot of players played well on the Celtics side of things. Um, and then from the Celtics perspective, you know, if they lost this game, it would have been a bad loss because the Heat were hurt. But if they won this game, oh, it doesn't matter because the Heat were hurt. So it's kind of a lose-lose from the Celtics perspective because Boston fans are so cynical. But, you know, in Boston with the season they're having, any win is a good win. And especially against a quality team like the Miami Heat. And I said this to my buddies before the game, just because the Heat are injured doesn't mean it's going to be an easy game. And uh, it just, it wasn't an easy game. It's just the Heat didn't make their shots, right? You know, they, they, played fine they just weren't hidden and sometimes it's a make or miss league and you know that that showed it tonight yeah the offense for the heat was future tonight as mentioned 92 points score that's bad in today's nba to 122 39... let's say the let's say the full score <laughs> yes jack there it is let's hope that we don't have to hear that again 39 yeah, percent from... can you give me your address so we can mail you some things <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm going to keep that one private for now. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how Yeah, 39% from the field overall for Miami. Their leading scorer was Max Trues, but like the main guys, Bam and Tyler, which were, you know, our two main guys with Jimmy and Kyle out tonight, they never sure? really got it going. You sure they're the main guy? Because I, 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 I couldn't tell. I, I can tell. Well, I'm... With Bam, there have been some issues ever since he came back from the injury. Like, and we're going to discuss that a bit in depth in, in the Raptors game. But yes, in this game in particular, he was the one who's supposed to take over. He only finished with 12 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. And, you know, we appreciate all of the all-around games that Bam gives us. But sometimes we need you to take over in the scoring department and... You know, the frustration is starting to creep in once again, Kenneth, with Bam. The aggressiveness, that there's the there's the word again, aggressive Bam. All those I've seen on the timeline, people saying, why don't you dunk on, on people? I mean, uh, it's been it's been kind of frustrating. And as you all know, he's my favorite player. So, yeah, it's been really frustrating to watch from that perspective. Also, when your best rim pressure guy tonight was Tyler Hero, I think you're in trouble. So, yeah, Kenneth, you have anything else to comment? Oh, yeah, man. I got a lot to say. I don't think I really have spoken. Um, and that's no shot at you guys. I'm just saying. I was just letting you know. That it's a rarity, you, actually. Yeah, you can sit back because I'm about to go to fucking. <laughs> um, what I mean, man, listen. So let's take it from the top-down perspective. Jack said it. I mean, they were supposed to win this game. But – it's, not, it's never supposed to be an easy game when you're playing a Miami Heat team because 
that's kind of like, you know, one of the foundational principles of the Miami Heat. You're always going to get maximum effort. You're always going to be gritty. You're going to give hustle. You're going to do those things. Um, and tonight, there were just a lot of moments where, on top of the fact that you couldn't make shots, which means you're supposed to go extra hard with the rest of the shit, the intangibles, um, the things you can control, you didn't always see what you felt like was a sharp, crisp, maximum, purposeful effort there. And that really bothers you. You're supposed to lose this game without your best players going. Um, to be quite honest with you, especially when Boston shoots like that, hell, even if you win it, you're only supposed to win it by one or two in a close one. But you're never supposed to lose by 30. I don't give a damn who's playing for you and who's playing for the other team. You're never supposed to lose by 30. That's embarrassing. You're pros. Okay, I could say a lot more there, but I'm just going to tie a bow around it because there's not really much, you know, else to be said on that. Um, they kicked our ass tonight, and it wasn't a great watch for me. I feel bad right now. I'm physically sick. I have a great dinner on the stove, and I'm not going to eat it. But anyway, listen. Oh, man, well, when when your team asks you, your team takes away your appetite that. Oh, that yeah, it's bad. But see, it, 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 but, but wait, there's more. On Bam, I have resigned myself to not accepting who he is, um, but saying maybe it's not all going to click. Like with most guys, there's a light switch. Like, I'll give it to you. Shaq knew he was that dude from his second year in college. That's what he said on NBA on TNT the other night when they were having a little back and forth. He was like in the second year in college when he started – He knew he was that dude from that point on. Yeah, he was still a rookie and all that jazz when he got to the NBA, but he was still talking saucy even when asked questions. Like, you know, those guys just don't know me yet. But next year, they're going to know I'm dominant. Like, he knew it. Like, so for most guys, even Charles Barkley, when you look at him, he said, and this is a game film thing, you could see it. Once he realized he could beat you with the back down, you was cooked. Like, there are just certain guys that it's a light switch. It's on or it's off. And then once it goes on, it's on. But I resign myself to the fact that maybe it's not going to work like that with Bam. And if you'll notice, um, JJ, and we've talked about this, Jack, you actually, you know, used to be at All You Can Heat, so you know it too. I actually wrote the piece coming into this season where you can check me out for all your written Miami Heat content, by the way. Uh, JJ's now a writer there too, so you can check his pieces out if you want. Um, Check us out, y'all. Absolutely. But I, I wrote that Bam needed to average 15 field goals per game this season. Because with him, it's all about attempts. Um, he can do anything on the floor. He can do everything on the floor. He has size. He has speed. He has skills. Um, he has dexterity. He has awareness. He has the IQ. He just doesn't do it. And, again, I'm not frustrated at this point because I'm not blaming this loss on him. Um, what I'm also saying is if Jimmy isn't playing, if Kyle Lowry isn't playing, if hell, P.J. Tucker, who's been one of our absolute best players this season, by the way, isn't playing. There's no damn way that you should have 11 field goals attempts. There's no way that Tyler Hero should finish with 18, Max Strews should finish with 19, and you finish tied for third on the team with Caleb Martin at 11 field goal attempts. I I get it. You got in a little foul trouble, whatever, whatever, and you contribute all around game like you always do. And I'm not saying – you know, that those things aren't valid or aren't important because they're just as important as the other stuff we're asking you to do. However, Tyler Hero should have his 18 to 20 attempts. If Max is going like he's going, he should have his, you know, 15 to maybe even 20 attempts if he's hitting like he's hitting. But 
you should be eating up some more of those attempts too. You should also have 18 to 20 attempts on a night like this. That's all you're saying about Bam Adebayo um, because he can do everything. He just actually has to believe that himself. So I'm starting to, you know, resign myself to the spoon feeding situation. And again, I want to make this clear with all that being said, I'm not blaming this loss on Bam. Um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that went wrong. As Jack said, and as JJ probably going to say one more time in the wrap up, they made so many fucking shots. I mean, it, it just seemed like every time you looked up, they were hitting shots. And not only were they hitting twos, and not only were they getting their layups to go and their mid-ranges to go, not only were they getting bullshit foul calls. Like every team gets against us, Jack. I'm not singling y'all out. The referees hate the Miami <laughs> Heat. Um, you know, not only were they getting that, but they were hitting threes with hands in their face. They were hitting, you know, threes off of screens. I mean, Jalen Brown was hitting threes. Jason Tatum was hitting threes. Marcus Popo was Smart. hitting threes. Marcus Smart was hitting threes. Grant when Marcus Williams Smart's hitting, hitting threes. threes, you know it's I mean, going to be a bad night. Listen, bro. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. They made when, he was, when he hit those threes off offensive rebounds, those were absolute killers. Backbreakers. Like, yeah. I mean, it was insane. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Are we? Are you kidding me? This, this is this how it's gonna go? It's gonna go." And effectively, that's how it went. And yeah, it was not pretty. Anyway, so I'll ask you this to close it, Jack. When do we play y'all again? Because I know you know right off. I actually don't. I can look it up in two seconds, though. Let's see. Interesting. Here. Interesting. Yeah. Let's see if we all off can my check game. it. Out. March 30th. That actually might be the very last game of the season, actually, I think, is March from what 30th. I remember. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. The very last End game of the, of the season. Okay. The very last game okay. of the season. Oh. I think it, I think it is. No, 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 I can no. no. We, that, no, the season ends April in April. It's yeah, one that's, of that's... the last games. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah uh, uh, it's Boston you... six, 6 to last. My bad. My bad. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up because I was going to say, perfect. Y'all get us again when we're likely not to be playing any fucking body. But when I look at the game, <laughs> it's on ESPN. And like you said, it is one of those late games. So at very mm-hmm. at the very worst, I think you'll see a lot of the main guys. And I'm not saying we're going to try to beat y'all by 30, but we definitely owe y'all one. So, uh, you know, Godspeed, my friend. The, we shall see. Depends on, <laughs> depends on how the seeding looks by then. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. Because it may be one of those games where we're, you know, battling with the Bulls or the Brooklyn Nets um, for that number one seed. And I do think, coming down the stretch, I don't think that Spo. While we're on that real quick, I don't think that – because and, and you see a lot of that shit on the timeline too. They don't care about the number one seat. What the what can they do besides play? You would rather not have Jimmy going tonight after, you know, he had the whole step on Fred Van Fleet's foot situation the other night that went uncalled back to those pissy refs. Um, and we're going to get to that game as well. But, Ooh. I mean, you would rather have him not playing tonight. It's like, you know – you don't think that they want the number one seed? They, they, they're out here trying, uh, halfway at least, and they're just missing shots. It's like, what the fuck? But you think yeah. in that situation, Spo won't, you know, if if it's coming down and he sees guys need to break or he sees Jimmy needs to rest or somebody's hurt, he won't encourage them to play through injury to try to get it. But, like, you know, with the last couple of games, I think if we battling with somebody, sure, he'll try to get it. By the way, the Heat will be playing four games in five nights because tomorrow they go to Toronto and play the Raptors in what was supposed to be Kyle Lowry's return to Toronto. But right now, it doesn't seem like he's playing because he didn't travel with the team to Boston. So, you know, Kyle Lowry, has, his, his absence has extended more than probably anybody could have anticipated. Hopefully everything's okay with him. But yes, Kyle Lowry's absence is starting to... 
I think it's starting to like affect us even more by each passing game. However, let's wrap up the Boston I will, talk. I, will, I mean, yeah, we can. And I thought that was your transition. I thought you were going. See, man, you're supposed to use that to go to Toronto. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Well, and you know, I, I like to. I like to formally. I like to be more. You like formal. to announce it. You like to announce it. I got you. That's okay. Make an announcement, brother. I I won't say that I completely agree with you with the Cal Lowry thing. And I think I was having this conversation with somebody tonight too. Yeah, you always you miss Cal Lowry. He's an All Star level player, which I said a couple of days ago. He won't get it because his stats, his count stats aren't pretty. But when you look at his impact, the way he's increased tempo, the way he's actually his assist numbers are All Star level. And when he is actually looking for his own offense, he still does it the way he does it. He just doesn't approach the game that way every night but his impact is always all-star level so I mean yeah you miss a guy like him in your lineup but Gabe has played well for us and again tonight wasn't about Gabe when you have PJ Tucker creating things for you like he did a lot when Bam was out and like he's doing a little bit more with Kyle Laurie still being out when you have Jimmy Butler getting triple doubles like he did twice in a week once against the Lakers once in this marathon we're about to talk about now to continue Hmm. bubbling up his own franchise record I mean, you can sustain. Now, again, to tie Bo on that, that little thought there, I, yeah, you, you always miss an all-star guy like Kyle Lloyd, but I just don't think it's killing us to the point where we should rush him back, whatever this situation is. By the way, going back a bit, like, very, very quickly on the seeding talk, the Chicago Bulls play tomorrow night against the Orlando Magic, so there's a high chance they they leapfrog us in the standings and... The Spurs what? beat them a couple of nights ago too, right? Who you mean, the Bulls or the Ra- or the Magic? The, the Bulls. I believe so. Okay, actually. so never so never say never. Don't you put that bad energy on me? Well, let's see. Anyway, let's talk about the game referenced against the Raptors, the marathon game, triple overtime game. It was, I mean, that game almost killed me. Really? And you're an hour I mean, behind us, JJ. And I think it was like, what, 11.30 when it finished over here? 12 o'clock, maybe? It was... I don't remember the time. It was just... It was... I I stayed up for the entirety of it. But it was insane. I mean, I couldn't go to sleep afterwards. My <laughs> my heart oh, was yeah. racing. Definitely anxiety. Like, if I didn't have all this brown liquor over here, I mean, I, I don't know what I would have did. Yeah. So... The marathon game, triple overtime, 124 to 120, which is hilarious considering that the Celtics scored 122 against us in fourth quarters. I thought about that after the game. Like, this game only had, you know, 200 and what, 46? Let me make sure my math is correct. I'm a little flustered, guys. Yeah, this game only had 244. This game only had 244 points and practically was a back-to-back in one game. Because that's what I consider it. You mentioned the four games and five nights. I don't know if you included this in your map. But, hell, they played two games that night. I mean, you could say so because they played 15 15 extra minutes of basketball. And that was a back-to-back-to-back considering they had played the previous night. (laughs) I mean... Jesus, this 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 game was just insane. And by the end, the Heat kind of ran out of gas, and and the Raptors took over. I mean, I'm I would describe it almost perfectly. I think there were several instances in that game where we should have won or where we should have walked away with it. And I'm not even talking about the plays with Jimmy you know, decided about the, to pull up. You know, talking you know talking about the timeout, the the 
Well, I was going where I was going to get to that <laughs> exactly. Um, the timeout that never was, and again, um, glad you brought that up. Um, because real quickly, there were several times where Jimmy decided to do what Jimmy has done, um, which is pull up, try to take a three or go get it himself, and not really get off a good look. Um, and you hate that, and and you would, and you need him to figure that out. But you have to trust Jimmy to figure that out because when he's not on the court and when he's not being your best player and your most clutch moments, you see what happened. All our Celtics game. Don't fucking say the score again, Jack. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> basically. That play with Gabe, though, bro, you still have to call that timeout. You hate that. No, it I mean, I'm not criticizing the timeout. Actually, oh, no, no, I know, and you I know, know, I'm just speaking. I was. From I, we watched know, a bit of the ahead. of the broadcast, and you could hear the whistle, like you could hear the timeout being called. It's just that oh, no, everybody. I knew it immediately. Kept but on. Eric Reed didn't and even he, and Eric Reed, Reed didn't That's hear it, it, and he just kept on narrating the game and <laughs> Gabe Vincent pulled it, Oh, he thought it was over. He thought it was a wrap. And then, well. Reality sank in, and the timeout had been called. And you had to call that timeout, man, because you know your chances of making that shot are such low percentages that if you let him shoot that shot and you got a timeout to burn, then the fucking conversation is, well, why don't you call a timeout there and get off a good I mean, shot? So it, it would be malpractice if you didn't call the timeout. Right, exactly, <laughs> and and not for you, JJ, because you're a smart basketball guy. I'm just saying that for the people out there. So even outside of that. And the Jimmy Butler Aaron attempts, I think there were still some instances where, you know, the Miami Heat got bad bounces. The Miami, again, this was a game where I don't know what the fuck the Toronto Raptors was out there playing, but it won't basketball. They were they they were on it MMA. Meanwhile, they refed the Miami Heat like it was a ping pong match. Because there were some situations where the Miami Heat got tossed around, you know, they allowed some things to go down late in the game that helped push it out to that point. And mind you, this is all after the Miami Heat came back to take it to the first overtime from being down 16 early in the fourth period. I mean, you know, it was a good game. And a marathon of a game, hell of a game, probably one of the best games of the season from a dramatic perspective. So, yeah, man, when you just look at the Toronto game and how that one ended, it was just one of those situations where they were allowing Toronto to be a little bit more physical. And plus the Miami Heat, you know, had some mental mistakes that, wasn't allowed on to close the game out in the end. I think that JJ mentioned it earlier, you know, fatigue settled in and they just were worn out by the end of it. They couldn't make shots and the Raptors were able to make a few more plays when it all mattered most. OG Ananobi was all over the place. Um, and he's one of those guys that he finds a reserve tank of energy, kind of like Vanderbilt from Minnesota. So it figures that he would make a couple of plays that would eventually kill us. And Jimmy Butler can do that too. But hell, he had already gave you 37 you know, in double digit in the other categories. I mean, the man was worn out. They were just gassed. It was a great game, though. Like I said, one for the ages. I expected him to be gassed. He played 52 minutes in this game. Yeah, By the way, Bam played 45 minutes. Gabe Vincent played 45. PJ Tucker played 41. Duncan played 20 minutes. I, I, I didn't that, see him. In, I didn't. I barely saw him in the second half. I didn't notice that either, to be honest with you. But I think that. Um, I was about to say, I think that all five of Toronto's starters played 50 minutes. I mean, that's isn't that a regular, like, obviously not 50 minutes, but... Don't, uh, I was about to like, say, you fine, yeah. man. Ah, <laughs> isn't it a regular occurrence for the Raptors to play their starters heavy minutes? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, cause like because like I said, they all, you know, 6'9 dudes. So I guess they they're, all just... Yeah. They're not deep. They're not a deep team. Like, their bench consists of Precious, Achua, Chris Boucher, and a bunch of other guys. A so, bunch of other 6'7 and 6'9 dudes? I got you. By the way, 
I don't know who it was on the time on Twitter that noticed the five it. bams. No, no, no. I no the other uh, something regarding Bam, but not that, not that. Uh, I think it was the Heat Beat account that said that the Raptors basically got away with putting Scotty Barnes on Bam, and Bam like never tried to do anything about it. Like Bam is certainly stronger and more. He's just a better player than Scotty Barnes. He should. Scotty, Scotty Barnes a rookie, a really good rookie, but he, Bam should have asserted himself more into that game on the offensive end. I don't like try seal him in the post or something. And I think you're nothing. being too cute, JJ. You got to talk to him like you're down at the court. If Bam got motherfucking Scotty Barnes on him, you need to be busting his ass every time. And he didn't. He's too little. Too damn little. And I don't know. And bust his ass. That's as simple as that. Don't go on his head. (laughs) That's something that I've kind of noticed ever since he returned from the injury. He has kind of reverted back to old Bam. Well, see, here's the kicker, though. And you'll also notice it be a big thing before. You'll see it be a big thing now around he Twitter. But I told you this a couple of games ago. Well, a couple of episodes ago. What the fuck? I'm a little confused. I'm in shambles, dude. (laughs) We got beat by 30 tonight, okay? Um, nah, it actually started to happen a little bit before he injured the hand, yo. The Denver game is giving people, you know, a little bit of amnesia because he went, you know, he got a little bit more aggressive in that Denver game because he had to, the game that he hurt his hand in. But he started to regress as far as the aggressiveness goes, you know, prior to injuring that hand. A couple of games, maybe five or six games, before injuring that hand, to be honest. Wasn't that when he was reported to have tendinitis? No, you might be right. Now, I'm not going to say you're wrong on that because I don't know. I can't refute that. Also, by the way, it was I know he was probably gassed by the end. I can't blame him, but I think by the second overtime, was it, or the first overtime, I don't remember well. It was by the around that time period. I mean, Van Vliet and... Gary Trent basically blew but past Bam, and I—it's so strange seeing that because you never, you like, you're not used yeah, to you, seeing that. You don't see that, but that goes back to your original point. They play those guys heavy minutes every night, and the Miami Heat aren't used to playing their guys heavy minutes every night. Not that's an excuse because they're the well, you know, they're one of the most well-conditioned teams in the league. Because every team couldn't go as hard as they could go on against a team like the Raptors, who play hard and they play long every night because they have to because they're not that deep. Um, every team couldn't have went three overtimes as hard as they went against them. So you give the Heat a lot of credit there. But especially with a guy like Bam, who really is still just coming back from a lengthy absence. A lengthy absence. What the hell is wrong with me tonight? I guess getting beat by 30 will make you talk funny, too. Um, I mean, <laughs> it. you know, you can't really – you got to look at the time and situation there. Like, you know, he was right back tonight to being the guy on defense that we know. So, yeah, he was just gas, man. What you got on the Toronto game, Jack? Don't say nothing flagrant. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it goes back to something I heard during the broadcast. I turned it on, I think around halfway through the fourth, maybe four minutes left, a little shorter. But 
Um, they said if there are any two teams that are going to be able to go this long, it's the Heat and the Raptors. You talk about two teams willing to go that distance, leaving it all on the line, et cetera, et cetera. And I think, I forget if you or JJ said it, Toronto plays their starters. Number one, two, and three in the NBA for minutes played is Van Vliet, Siakam, and Ananobi, averaging th- almost 39 minutes a game for Van Vliet, 38 for Siakam, and 37 Goodness. for Ananobi. Like, they run them. Nick Nurse runs them. And Scotty Barnes is still in the top 10 at 36. So those guys play a lot of minutes. And all of them played over 50 that night, which is the first time in a long time that's happened, if it's ever happened at all. So, I mean... They had the energy. Van Vliet made a couple clutch threes in that third overtime. Tyler Hero had two shots rim out. Uh, it was close. And obviously, like you guys mentioned, um, that timeout where Gabe Vincent made the shot, you, you call that timeout 10 times out of 10. That's just a smart basketball play. That was just a funny outcome uh, and an unfortunate one, I guess you could say. But no, yeah, I mean, mm. in the end, Tyler Hero funny missing those threes. You, and... Funny for you, Funny for you. <laughs> Hey, Spo was laughing on the sideline too. They were, yeah, no, <laughs> they were was, laughing it was, about it. It was pretty funny. It was funny. I mean, no, yeah, but I mean, Tyler Hero makes one of those easy looks, and you know, it's a different ball game. It's just the shots rimmed out that night, and Fred Fleet made his shots. It's simple as that. Just like you know, make or miss league. It comes down to that, and especially when you're in tri- triple overtime and exhausted, it's make or miss. And Van Fleet made, and you know, the latter did not. Only one Toronto starter did not play 55 minutes, and that was Fred Van Fleet. He ended up playing 53 minutes. The rest of the guys ended up playing more than 55 minutes. Oh, God. Oh, God. That was a tough one, man. <laughs> Those guys, honestly, kudos to them. Absolutely. I don't, no, they, I don't, they, I don't they listen. I don't dislike the Raptors. I dislike a certain section of Raptors Twitter. But the Raptors, I've always admired how Absolutely. they go about their business. Like those ones that are disrespecting my mans, Goran Dragic. By the way, little tidbit. Um, Mark Stein actually had reporting today. Again, we're recording on Monday after the Celtics game here. So he actually had reporting early on Monday that if the Celtics were, I mean, if, sorry, thinking about the damn Celtics on my brain. If the Toronto Raptors <laughs> were to trade Goran Dragic, um, then he would probably be bought out by the team that he was traded to. So, you know, being that I think it was a Mavericks-centric piece, you have to think that teams like, you know, the Mavericks with his fellow countryman Luka Doncic will be interested in him. But at the same time, um, at that point, and this is according to science presented by Anthony Ching of the Miami Herald, um, where, you know, he could then go back to the Heat if he were ever to be traded from Toronto and then bought out by the team he was traded to as he couldn't be signed directly from Toronto by the Heat. But, you know, that rigmarole and the hoops that had been jumped through at that point with a trade and then being bought out by the team that you're traded to, he could then come back to Miami. So even, you know, with that little nugget, that's that I think that's a move that would be entertained, if not for chemistry purposes, and you probably still could get ten good minutes out of him where he'll just be that missile. Um and that's still, you know, I think there's still a role for that on this heat team. But if that if that ever happened, the standing ovation he would get Oh my God. Yeah. Oh Blew the top off FTX. Yeah. Make it happen, Pat. Make it happen, Pat. Okay. So, we got them again on Tuesday, man, which is tomorrow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you <laughs> ever needed a game, if you ever needed a game so fast, it's after the Celtics game, right? Yeah. By the way, it's in their house. I mean... And that's okay. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Shannon Sharp, no pro- that ain't no problem. Ain't, ain't no problem at all. But still, because they can only have like five hundred people in there, right? I don't know how. I don't know how Canada's COVID restrictions are, you know, being applied right now. But 
I know for a long time they couldn't have anybody um, in the arena, but um, I thought that I heard recently that maybe they could have up to 500. Let me see. Mm. Okay, at the end okay. of 2021, it's at 1,000. That's the, right, the article that's what that I was pops about to say. up. I, pu- I pulled it up now. They said that the ruling will take effect on Friday, December 31st. Um, they can have up to 1,000 people. Wow. So, yeah, there will be fans present, although not as many fans as there usually is in an NBA game. But still, it was supposed to be Lowry's return to Toronto, and it seems right. like he's not playing, so they'll probably have to wait a bit longer for that if Absolutely. they do it this season. Anyway, we got two remaining games this week against the Raptors, aforementioned Raptors, on February 1st. And then on Thursday, we got the Spurs. We're actually in the midst of a pretty of a mini road trip, you might call it. They they then faced the Hornets on Saturday until and then the Wizards on next Monday, February 7th. So yeah, they're in the midst of a road trip right now, although it shouldn't be as physically taxing as the west coast road trip although we did pretty well there but still and this one and this one really is deeper than it should be when you think about it because you got to remember that the spurs game is actually that makeup game back from december 29th that is true the heat do not return home until february 12th so they are going on a bit of a long road road trip there so interesting things if there are interesting things going on in the NBA with the Miami. So let's preview those games. Raptors, I think we've talked about them plenty, but you Absolutely. got anything else, Kenneth or Jack? I mean, I'll, I'll just throw this in there and then let y'all go ahead for a couple of minutes on that. Um, I think it's pretty much at the same tonight. You got to see a better effort. You want to see an aggressive BAM. Um, you don't know who's playing tomorrow as far as Jimmy Butler or PJ Tucker goes. Um, because you are, as we've talked about, I guess a couple of times here, we don't think Kyle Laurie will go. Um, in that game either because he hasn't and there are no signs that he will but um, if if P.J. Tucker and Jimmy Butler goes then I think we beat them especially considering the three overtime game and that'll be an extra day of rest for P.J. and um, Jimmy but if they don't go then you know you might be looking at more of the same yeah unless Bam decides to you know Uh, use his physical gifts to score the ball if Bam decides he's gonna be Bam which the guy he was against Brooklyn last year, time when uh, I think uh, 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 Jack was still writing for All You Can Heat, so he knows personally. And uh, uh, JJ, you're a fan, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course we know what, what you're talking about. Also, if Tyler gets it going again, these 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 have been rough. The last yeah. two games have been rough for him. Yeah, I mean, and it goes back to those two shots that Jack mentioned, which were great points because I wanted to bring the. I, I mentioned those a lot too. Like tough shots, man. They were down and then just back out. Tough. To his credit, in the fourth quarter, I believe it was he made a huge three pointer, and that's why you have him out there. I mean, I wish Bam could have Tyler's irrational confidence. That would be, man. Listen. You're talking about Charles Barkley. <laughs> Maybe. Jack, you I have mean, anything else to add to the the second Raptor game of the week? Yeah, I mean, I think, like y'all were saying earlier, Bam just got to be more aggressive, and that's not exactly a hot take. You just take more shots. And Scotty Barnes, obviously, smaller than Bam, but Raptors are a good defensive team overall. Scotty Barnes is a good defender. Siakam's a good defender. 
Bam's just got to be, you know, like I said, more aggressive. I mean, and, and Tyler Hero making some of the shots that he's made all season long would also probably help a little bit. So uh, those two factors plus some more consistent three-point shooting from, you know, Duncan down the bench would probably go a long way in that game. Uh, and <laughs> Heat are tired. They're going to be tired. And if, if Jimmy and PJ are resting still, uh, then it's going to be even tougher. But, you know, the Raptors are always going to come into play because Nick Nurse has those guys running. So <laughs> uh, hmm. it'll be fun, but... It probably won't be the easiest of games just because of, uh, you know, the Raptors had that day off and the Heat uh, did did, did not. (laughs) Also, the Raptors match up pretty well against us. They, as Kenneth has alluded to multiple times, they are... Raptors played tonight, too. They beat the Hawks, so they also are on (laughs) back-to-back. Well, hey, hey, hopefully that evens things out. That evens things out because they were coming off two days rest when they caught us on the second night of a back-to-back. That's why the, oh. that's why I don't hope that loss against them because <laughs> it was a scheduled loss and they battled so hard for it not to be. And also, in the, in the end... <laughs> also, Nick Nurse, he ran him again. Gary Trent over 40 minutes tonight. Siakam over 40 minutes. Van Fleet over 39 minutes. Barnes 35 and Nanobi 35. So they didn't I mean, get a rest. <laughs> they got to get somebody at the trade deadline because that's not sustainable. I mean, you're talking about running guys to the ground every single night on an 82-game schedule. That's tough to keep up. I know these are incredible athletes and all, but I don't know. I mean, they're mostly, they're mostly doing it out of necessity. I understand that. But, you know, sometimes you just got to let the bench get a run and let the stars get a breather. But anyway, I'm not here to question Nick Nurse's coaching. He knows a hell of a lot more about basketball than I do. He's an NBA coach. I'm not. So let's talk about the other game of the week, the San Antonio Spurs. They're 19-32. and San Antonio Spurs who you know, have a an all-star level, level player in DeJounte Murray. I think Kenneth has gushed over DeJounte Murray previously on this podcast. So... Maybe Kenneth, you should go first. I mean, yeah, man. I I think he's one of the uh, better under. He's one of the better and underheralded unheralded players in the league because um, he plays both ends. He gives you something in every statistical category. Um, you know, and he does it at a pace, at a rate, and with the type of energy that you like to see a guy see, that you like to see a guy play with. Um, with that being said. Even after the Boston Celtics massacre, we're 32 and 19. The Spurs are 19 and 32. Uh, <laughs> we should beat them. I don't care who plays. We should beat them. We should beat them. And also, I want to bring something up. If Jimmy and, and PJ do not go against Toronto, or San Antonio for that matter, I need Bam to be the best player on the floor. Because 100%. I... You know, Pascal Siakam is an awesome player, but Bam but can't Bam be. Would, Bam. It, if you're looking at the most talented, it would be Bam, though, right? Yeah, and yet Pascal thoroughly outplayed Bam the last time they played. My man, I had like this. I, I think I put this. It's ironic because I put this on repeat, and if you think about the symbol for rem, for repeat, it's going to make sense. Um, it's like alliteration with pitchers. Pascal wants to spin. He wants to spin right or he wants to spin left. He's going to spin, though. You know he's going to spin. What the hell are we doing? 
He won a spin. I was more impressed by him on the defensive end. He was outstanding on the defensive end against us. I'll give you that. Because he got size, man, but he has athleticism of a wing, and that's what separates him, you know? And he's got, inst- he's got instincts, and those are, and combine that with his, with his athleticism and length, and you've got a hell of a defensive player. So it's nice to see Pascal slowly coming back to the level that we all saw him play at. Ah, well, I'm not going to say that because a lot of y'all was tripping. A lot of y'all, you know, was putting a lot on him, and I told you about that too, but that's not what we're talking about. So I, I, I like to see him getting back to playing well, but not the level that a lot of you guys tried to put him at. Like, I heard people out there saying he was better than Bam. He was better than, oh, you know, he's other not guys. better than Bam. Right. I mean, it's like he's a really good player, but he's, you know, he's he's not Kawhi. And people were trying I mean, to act like, no, we don't need Kawhi. We got Pascal. Like, no, 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 no. And not one of those situations where it's like, of course, they would take Kawhi. But it's like they were trying to say, you know, we got Pascal. Like, he'll be our Kawhi. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. The things that Kawhi does are pretty hard to replicate. Who would have thought? So, anything anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up the show here? I mean, I'm all set. I I think you guys covered it pretty well, DeJounte Murray. I know he missed last game, but Spurs injury report looks clear, so it should be a pretty even matchup, you know, barring any injuries on the Heat side of things. Hopefully they can get healthy and make that a good game, but uh, any Pops versus Spo matchup is destined to be a good one, no matter how good or bad either team is, so that should be an entertaining game, and I'm looking forward to Heat Raptors 2.0, too. Absolutely. On the Pop pop front, I... Saw a tweet recently, and I don't know why people aren't paying much attention to it, but Coach Popovich is like seven or six wins away from becoming the all-time leader in coaching wins. It'll so, be a big deal when it happens. ESPN will have it all over, but, you know, they're terrible, man. So it's not really a story, and that's the only thing. That's the, that's the sad thing about it. And it's not like he's a compiler because, I mean, he's won a ton of games and been great at it. But it's like right now his team is – he's building another team, and I think he wants to stick around and try to do it one more time. But – um, because he's building another team and they're not as good as they traditionally have been, you know, it's just not getting attention. But as you get, you know, a game or so away, two games away maybe, and especially when it happens, it'll be all of his fan. You just hope that he can win that game. So I'm glad that we're getting this one out the way early because I hate to be the team to keep him away from it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. But listen, without... I, I do, I do want to do this, though. I do want to do this since, you know, I, I want to I kind of grill him for two minutes about this. And you'll find this fine, JJ. Um, your Wednesday and your Friday – are the Hornets and the Pistons, Jack. How you feeling, bro? Yeah, I mean, last time Celtics played the Hornets was, I think, just last week. Uh, they got their ass kicked because they couldn't make any shots, ironically enough, after the No, game. they couldn't oh, make any man. shots? <laughs> well, oh, how about yeah. we trade places? <laughs> no, no. Because, well, if they do beat the Hornets, then they'll get one step closer to that seven uh, seed in the Eastern Conference because right now they're – what is it? Two and a half Ninth. games back, one and a half games back of the Hornets uh, after tonight's win because the standings haven't updated here. So um, they're climbing and they're playing really good basketball lately. The starting lineup is healthy. I'm hyped about that. And I mean, if they don't beat the Pistons, I don't, I don't got anything to say hey, after that because then they have the Magic I, right after the Pistons. So if those aren't I have two a wins, team then, for you. Ugh. yeah, I have a team for you that lost the Detroit Pistons, the Cavaliers. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it was uh, Kenneth. 
don't play coy. It was us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll see. I knew what, we'll what you were talking about. I knew what you were talking about. I was talking about the Cavaliers. <laughs> Fuck that. So, I don't hey, talk about us losing to the Pistons. If you lose against the Pistons, Jack, um, then you can say that, hey, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference also lost to the Detroit Pistons. I, I can also say that Celtics may be eighth in the East right now, but they also have the season series victory over the Miami Heat, and I think I'll I'll leave it there before Kenneth yells again. But uh, I'm one twenty two ninety two. I'm good, brother. I'm good, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. Okay. Because the last series, the, the the last series that really mattered, we all know what happened. <laughs> I'll take the recent uh, history. I'll take the last ten years of. You know what I mean? I think Jason Tatum is still picking up basketball pieces out of his teeth from the block. But we'll, you know, I digress. <laughs> All jokes aside, you guys, you guys are healthy now, so maybe you guys should be to be should start winning so. some more games. So. Oh, definitely, so. man. I mean, y'all too talented not to win some more games. Um, I think that the game against the Heat, in all honesty, was a display of what you can do when everything is working right. And you're never going to shoot that good every night. However, what it shows you is you have the capability to be able to have some explosive nights. So with your athletes, and you know. Your 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 what what do I want to say? Your rangy guys over there. You should be able to play enough defense and put up enough yeah. offense where you should be in every game. Mm-hmm. Also, I in the Eastern so. Conference, someone has a bad week that coincides with a good week for you guys. Oh yeah, all of a sudden you, you're in business. There you go. You're right there mm-hmm. in the mix again. But 100%. again, we're we not gonna let y'all get to the number one, so you can wrap up the show on that, JJ. <laughs> Yeah, let's wrap up the show on that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 305 Culture Podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and a short review on where you already get your podcast that allows you to give give those type of reviews. We would really appreciate it. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 305CulturePod. And where can they follow you on social media, JJ? Well, they can follow me on social media at JJ Rivera MBA. That's on Twitter at JJ Rivera MBA. And on Instagram, you can follow me at J Rivera 98. That's J A I R O R I V is in Victor E R A 98. And where can they follow you, my friend? Well, they can find me on Instagram at I M K Sirius. That's I A M K C I R R U S. Again, I'm K Sirius on Instagram and Twitter at K said K. That's K underscore S A I D underscore Q U E. Again, K said K on Twitter. And Jack, where can they find you on social, man? Yep. Uh, I am on Twitter at Jack Simone MBA, J A C K S I M O N E M B A. And then on Instagram at Jack T Simone. Same spelling there. So uh, thank you guys. Appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, always thank you fun for time. coming, man. Yeah, it was. We always have a great time with you here, so you're always welcome to come. As oh, yeah. long as the Heat, as the Celtics don't keep, if the Celtics play the Heat <laughs> in a playoff series, I'm oh, yeah, afraid you, we're gonna have we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring you on after the Heat win the series. And we won't, as a matter of fact, and it's gonna be spontaneous. I'm not telling them prior to the game. <laughs> maybe that works. Uh, maybe maybe that should lift the curse because, damn it, every it, like both times we have brought you on. With anticipation, hey, I'm loving the out. curse. I'm loving this curse right now. I'll say. All right, and I, I literally just told you what's gonna happen, so don't expect this shit no more. Like the all next right, time you right. come on this podcast for a Celtics game, it, you will be notified at halftime. Noted, noted. I'll right. keep that in mind. So, thank you for listening. See you later in the week. Bye bye.